following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. What's going on, everybody? I'm The Nightmare. And I'm Rotten Jack. And this This is Common Common Debauchery. Common Debauchery may contain mature subject matter and is intended for adult audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. What's going on, everybody? Happy Tuesday. We We do this on Tuesdays, right? Yeah, it drops on Tuesday. Okay. Happy Tuesday, everybody. I am, as always, here with you, the nightmare on Common Debauchery, and I'm here with my main man, Rotten Jack. Rotten Jack, what is up, my guy? Hello, sir. How we doing? Oh, you know, just had some delicious pizza. Delightful pizza. You know, it's a good day. It is. Uh, So, we've been on a roll here where I've picked most of the, uh, the recent episodes, so this one was your doing. What's our topic today, guy? Time travel. Time travel. And like, if you could go back in time, where would you go? Like, what would you want to see? What would you want to be a part of? Like, we're not talking changing history. Like, you can't go back in time and kill baby Hitler. We're not talking that. Right. But like, where where would you want to go? Like, what, what would you want to see? Okay. In- First and foremost, I'm gonna I'm gonna hijack this just a hair. Let's start with you get one shot to go back in time and change one thing. What's the one thing you choose to change? I'm gonna okay. Here's the deal. We're going to sit on that because we don't need 10 minutes of dead air while we think about it. Right. Because we weren't going to do this. Right. That'll be how we close the episode. All right. So we're going to go back to if you could go back in time and experience things, yes. be part of things, watch them, be there, whatever, what would you do? I want to invade Normandy on D-Day. It's funny because when I was explaining this topic to the alley cat, that's the exact example I used was like, okay, you're going to go back in time and like fight on D-Day and invade the beaches of Normandy. Yeah. I want to drop in with the 506th. And and I think that's super, super cool. There's a couple interesting things to take it like to take note of there. First and foremost, you could potentially be shot and killed. Because well, it is, you are yeah. storming the beaches of Normandy during a war where you're being shot at. Right. And there are men who did not come back from that day. Absolutely. Um, the other side of it is you could potentially do something that could change the course of history should your, like, it's possible that the addition of your presence causes something to happen that causes an effect that changes the outcome of the war. Sure. So, like... Maybe maybe the dude that had an integral role in something down the road, like stopped to help you when you got wounded. Now he wasn't there. That thing didn't happen, and we lose the war. True. So like that that's the interesting wrinkle to this topic, which I I enjoy. Like, right. I I really enjoy that side of it. But like if I, if I had to pick like one one thing where like I could potentially die doing going back in time, I want to drop in on D Day. So. I think the interesting side of this is it would be interesting to know if you could choose the option of going back in time and like experiencing it as someone who was already there. True. Like yeah. as a, like you get to like go into their subconscious and witness it as if it's first person. So the kinda outcome like, doesn't change. Kind of like, uh, like the Assassin's Creed series. Like you live, yes. you live you, the memories of yes. someone who was there. Now yeah. that I could be on board with. Sure. Yeah. And like, and that, and really that's the way that you go back in time without affecting anything because, because right. I mean, we, we, we've seen it all the time. There's been so, so many time travel movies and some of the biggest ones, i.e. the butterfly effect, is all you need to do... Step on the wrong leaf. Yep. Step step on a butterfly, and it changes the outcome of human of the human race. And if if memory serves, going into the uh, the track of the Podducers, which just dropped yesterday, episode one, with me and uh, me and the quote king, Mister Austin, um, going down the movie track, you say, "Okay, I'm going to go back in time to change." one minute thing about my life 
just something I wanted to do better, something I wanted to change, something I just didn't want to do, a thing I didn't want to say. And it like you go back to present day and your entire life is different. So like I, I think the I, I okay. So I think that we change the the premise of the question for now. If you could go back into the memory of someone who did something, saw something, or was part of something, who would it be? And what? So, so in this instance, it would be a soldier who stormed Normandy. So if they did get shot and died, it's it just like game over. You come back to real life. Right. Uh, it would be one of the boys from Easy Company 506. There you go. Probably, probably like Bill Garnier or... Well, Garnier got his leg blown off in Bastogne, but uh, I'd probably like to be like live the memories of someone who went the entire distance of the war through everything. Right. So probably like Lieutenant Colonel Dick Winters, you know. Okay. You okay. Know. I can I can get on board with that. Um, I think one of my initial ones would have to be like being on the ice for the miracle on ice. Like some of the coolest experiences of my life have been like in sporting events, um, you know, hitting a walk off home run down like a three run shot down two in extra innings after we pissed away a lead and like having a shot to end it two innings prior and just missing and going like, oh, God, like, you know, I can't believe I missed that. We're going to win this game like I'm going to be on the last out of the day for my team and like then we lose the lead and go to extras and then you get come back around knowing that I'm going to like, I'm going to pound this fucking pitcher and then getting the shot to do it, to win the game. Like, you know, walking through the curtain for my MMA fights, stuff like that, like just surreal experiences. And then to do it on a level that not only surpasses like winning a massive championship, like the Stanley cup, like the super bowl, like the world series, but then you get to win. And that wasn't even the gold medal game. But it set the tone like the gold medal game doesn't even like people believe that to be the gold medal game. And it wasn't. And they like Team USA rolled to a gold after that game. But to just be on ice to watch the clock strike zero to beat the Russians who hadn't been beat in a decade and a half during the Cold War and just being part of it and then having the ability to then go to the bar or go to the locker room and hear the call. Like to live it in real life and just, oh my God, I can't believe this happened. And then to watch the replay and hear the do you believe in miracles? Yes. And see it like third person at that point. That would like that that would make my life. See, it doesn't do anything for me. And that's the difference. I mean, you're you were in the military, you're a soldier, I was an athlete. Yeah, like that's that's a fundamental difference between the two of us. Which one of the things that makes this, you know, such an interesting podcast is because we have differing life experiences, differing opinions. Like it's part of yeah. why we do what we do. Yeah, I've realized that now that I'm thinking about it, a lot of mine have to deal with like going back in time and like being a part of like historic like wars and battles and you know like cultures and stuff like that. Like one of my biggest, I would like to go back into like the uh, the eighth century. And live alongside Ragnar Lothrock. I appreciate that. Um, I was thinking, you know, being part of the Battle of Thermopylae that, would be fun. That's on my list too. Um, for you know, just for those playing at home who don't know what the Battle of Thermopylae is, watch the movie three hundred. Three hundred. It's <laughs> like it's and listen, like it was. There were more than three hundred soldiers. Yeah, but the general premise was it there. was actually like ten thousand Greek soldiers that were bolstered by three hundred Spartans, but. You know, history doesn't like to talk about the 10,000 Greek soldiers right. that ended up, because of the courage of the Spartans, ended up eventually pushing the Persians. The Persians, yeah. Ended up pushing the Persians back and winning that war because right. they were spurred on by... Right. The way the way the movie tells it, that 300 <laughs> went, a, a small group of Athenians joined them uh, yeah. at, at first sight of, you know, the downfall of the battle the, the Athenians ran... The Greek or the the Spartans sent one back to say, "We're gonna die. Come, yeah. come avenge your king. Just got murdered. Come, come kill people." And you know, ten thousand Spartans and a hundred thousand free Greeks came to avenge the death of Leonidas and everything right. else. It was not so dramatic in real life, no. but 
I'd the, love the, to be there for it. But but the general idea, like the uh, the hot gates, like yeah. that was actually true. That part yeah. was true. They they funneled a massive uh, Persian army into a f- small corridor where it basically made it a fair fight. The difference was the biggest difference was the Persian had the Persians had wave after wave after wave where the Greeks only had so many. Yeah, the Greeks only had ten thousand. The Persians came with like. 50,000. But by the time the first or like by the time the third or fourth day was done, the Persians were sitting there like, Jesus Christ, like we're yeah. getting our dicks handed to us. And it it really was uh, a, a Greek trader that led them to being able to outflank through yep. the mountain, like through the hills around them. Take and, it behind and, them, yeah. Yeah. And it basically was the undoing of, of the Spartans. Yep. Or, you know, the, the Spartans are the Greeks in this instance to then cause all of Greece to go to war and push back Xerxes and the Persians. Yeah. Um, but like just seeing that, just seeing the, like the, like an ancient army that was so well trained and so well put together. Just to be able to like live back in someone's like, I'm not even saying like, I would like to be Leonidas. I just want to be one of his men. Uh, imagine to, watching someone to stand next to like these men. Imagine watching someone go through Hagogi, which yeah. was their, their ancient rite of passage into manhood. Oh, yeah. Like, where you basically, like, at 10 or 11 years old, get sold into military training, and the, like, near the end of it, your job was to go and, like, kill goats and steal from local farmers, and if you got caught, you got killed. Yeah. Because stealing was illegal, and they'd be like, oh, we didn't, like, it was one of those things, like, don't ask, don't tell. Everybody knows that these kids do these things as part of their training, but if they get caught, they're like, no, no, he ran away, like, a week ago. We had no idea where he was. Mm -hmm. And you just got offed. Bye. Yeah. Yeah, that that would be on board for me. The uh, understanding if you are a a fan of the show Vikings, um, that is also a heavily dramatic, dramatized, dramatized, however you want to say yeah. it, uh, re- recount of the the life of Ragnar Loth- well, Lothbrok. You have to like most who- of the people he fought in that didn't exist when he was alive. Right. Well, the thing is, is like the people don't realize is that a lot of the stories about. Ragnar Lothbrok were written centuries after he died. Right. Like, there's not much written down from when he was actually doing the things. Um, everything is pretty much, you know, 100 to 200 years after he was already dead. People started writing down the, the sagas of Ragnar Lothbrok. It's, it's almost as if Ragnar is Viking Jesus. Yeah, that that might touch a tone with some people. Yeah, but I mean, we're talking about a but... we're we're talking about a guy who like was this amazing, captivating figure that people wrote stories about hundreds of years after his passing. Yeah. So like, yeah, maybe some things got lost in translation, or things got like flowered up a bit to make a better book. Yeah. But regardless, I mean, I'd like I'd just like to be. I would like to see long... what, what like what really happened. Right. I would like to be able to like. Be part of like the Norse culture and learn it and see it firsthand. I think it would be interesting on top of that to go back and wit like not be like not not do the third person with actual like the actual living human being that was Jesus of Nazareth of Naz- uh, Jesus of Nazareth, but like to be one of the twelve. Right. Just to just to like just to watch, just to know. Like, was this like a weird group of of dudes that just followed another dude that like over time, the amazing things he did got, you know, the game of telephoned. And, right. You know, the time where he was telling stories on a mountain and, you know, made five loaves of bread and two fish last for uh, hundreds of thousands of people. Like you find out that that was really just like a, Hey, uh, we severely underplanned for this, like run to the market and get more food real quick. And like, yeah, they just happened to tell like, Oh yeah, they showed up with this. And like, yeah, hey man, like dude, this this dude showed up with like enough for some, you know, fillet of fish for 10 people. 150 showed up and like they ended up being able to like get to the market and back in time to feed everybody. And then like, yeah, like he showed up with like, you know, this much and made it last. And like next thing you know, he brought, you know, five loaves and two fish and made it feed 500,000 people. Like, yeah, whatever it was. You yeah. know, what whatever the numbers on that were like it would be interesting to see like what the real story was. Right. And that's that's a lot of like with historical figures why I would like to go back in time and not be them, but be in their close inner circle. Right. Bear witness to them. 
so I could be like, all right, this is what like the Bible says happened in these instances. Let's go back in time to that day and be like John the Apostle and just imagine being hang out next to him and see what actually happened. Imagine being that asshole in history class where your teacher's like, oh, you know, King George, blah, blah, blah. No, he didn't. No, but he didn't. No, he didn't. Right. Well, okay, smartass. How do you know? Well, uh, you know his best friend, John? <laughs> I got to watch the whole thing through his eyes. Right. Like, and then people think you're crazy. That's say you end up in a straitjacket. Right. And that's how the Joker's made. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like. It'd be interesting to see like how, how truthful these stories are. Right. Or like what actually happened. And like, you, like there's things that we assume. Like, sure. Like we can only assume things. Uh, it would be fascinating to go back in time and see like the ancient Incas, Aztecs or Mayans. Right. Uh, like actually yeah. operate. Because we sit there and say, like, here's what we think happened. And there's a bunch of stuff like carvings on their walls and stuff that we don't really understand. Like, how the fuck is there a helicopter and a hieroglyphic in right. a Mayan temple? Right. And like they talk like they talk about things like this, like sun gods and like beings that like we look at a picture Came of from the sky. Like and beings that we like see a picture of. And like that's we, a fucking spaceman. Right, and a like, rocket ship. We, we look we're like, that's that's an alien. Like, right. It's it's a 10 foot tall green dude with a weird head. Like, right. Uh, how are we ignoring this? Yeah. You know, but like we just like, oh, yeah, like that's just, like those are their gods and like the creatures they created just like, you know, any other religion, blah, blah, blah. Like, OK, science. <laughs> like, yeah, sure. Uh, how do you explain the fact that they were like light years? That's not a, that's not a distance of time. Uh, but like. I don't know what I just said. Light years My, technically is a distance of time. Okay, so they were light years ahead of themselves. I got I confused yeah. myself talking. Uh, but like they were light years ahead of themselves with like things that they had the knowledge building of. Building technology that they used. Right. Like we have this basic idea of how like the pyramids were built and how Mayan temples were built. But then you look at them and you're like, wait a minute. Like we would need highly specialized equipment. Yeah. That like is within the last hundred years being have, has been invented, built, and perfected. Like you can't tell me that these dudes with chisels, like created these perfect. Oh wait a minute! Edges. Like this this Mayan temple was made of seventeen ton gigantic stone blocks that were perfectly square. Right. And they chiseled them and moved them by hand by rolling them over logs. Okay, guy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Like that's a double eye wink right there. I got, like, I, I I got, I got some white gloves and a ketchup flavored popsicle to sell you. Right. Like, come on, Jesus. No, like I I would love to go back in time and see like how these civilizations operated and what was actually going on because most of the stuff is is best guessed at this point. I, like I would also enjoy seeing like other historical figures. Right. Like. Uh, like the actual story of William Wallace. Braveheart. Oh, yeah. Like the story that was told, the movie that was made, and what actually happened. Yes. Or, and I mean, sticking with Mel Gibson characters, like the character he played in the movie The Patriot. Yeah. Was based on allegedly a true story. You know, a dude yeah. who had fought in the revolution, or uh, not the revolution, like had fought like in the Queen's army came over was a colonist and then fought in the revolution and made a huge impact and like you know again they flowered it up they made it a good movie but sure. like that dude actually existed allegedly like and that story is based on some alleged historical fact like yeah. i would like to see the true story if we're i mean if we're following mel gibson movies about places and things we'd like to see uh we were soldiers right like i would love to be a part of that group that was in vietnam I would be fascinated to see the depth of the, and this is going to sound terrible on the surface, so bear with me. I would like to see the depth that the Nazi uh, super scientific division went. Like, I don't want to see the gross, inhumane shit. I don't want... I want to know what they were actually working on. Right. So, like, did it, they somehow invent ray guns? 
Like, if, if, if you don't know... Like, what kind of weird occult shit were they doing? And, and, like, look up things in modern in the modern world that are directly attributed to the Nazi super science program. Yeah. Like, they have found ways to repopulate extinct animals. Uh, there's a very specific breed of cow that was native to Germany that they were able to figure out the science, splice the genes, cut the genomes, like sew together the DNA and recreate extinct species. Yeah. To the point that like they're flourishing again in their natural habitat in the like in parts of Germany. Like that's fascinating. Yeah. Like the occult that's sciences division fascinating. Was, was nuts. And like they they were like okay, so you know, going to a different movie and like reference to what they were working on, like searching for the Holy Grail, searching for the Fountain of yeah. Youth, searching for yeah. the covenant, like the Ark of the Covenant, and like, so, like they were like, looking wanna, for these things. I want to go back in time and like when I know people had these things, like their last known, like, right. uh, and just be like, all right, the fuck they do with it, right? Like, first of all, what was the Ark of the Covenant? What was the Holy Grail? Right. Second of all, where the fuck did they put it? In, in and a, just like find the memory of the guy in a gigantic warehouse who, with top men. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Who? Yeah, top men. Okay, it's an Indiana you, Jones reference. You lost me. I've only seen them once, so it's all you need to see them. Um, so but like, send I want I want to find the memories of the guy who was like the last known person to know the where last they went. one who knew. What they did, or like, like the memories of the guy who hid the fucking thing. Like, okay, like we talk about, you know, uh, we're both Marvel fans, right? Like Captain America, the Super Soldier, Soldier Serum. Like, they worked on that. How far did they get? Right. Like, you, okay, you look at some of the weird stuff that like Russians and stuff do, and the stuff that they've gotten in trouble for, and stuff with like the Olympics, and like they're how, notoriously how, doping. They're they're not right. even allowed to compete under their own flag. Right. Or be referenced as Russia. They right. are the ROC. Right. Like are these like further like people who have further helped push the super soldier program in Europe or like I, I, I let's not question what Russia does because we'll both end up disappearing. But yeah. I, like but we're also talking about a country that if you don't do well, you're not allowed to come home. Yeah. Like there, there were Russian gymnasts that like uh, Russian figure skaters that no one ever saw again. They were having an unbelievable run and they stumbled in like the second last move of their routine where they were going to win gold and no one ever saw them again. People were like, oh, they left Olympic Village and bye. Yep. Gone. That's Never it. seen again. Nope. Like, OK, so did they run or were they like sniped up and offed and buried in a coal were they, mine somewhere were they were they suicided right <laughs> like like i would those are the things that i would i would want to go back and if i could pick like the person who saw things like and uh, much like in the assassin creed game games like if you died as that person like you just kind of went back to like where you were in real life sure so like yeah like put me in that russian figure skaters like Dome piece. I want to go to Chernobyl when that blew up. Oh my god! Like the the tales of the black bird with red eyes and stuff. Yeah, I I want to go to like I want to go back in time and be like the first person in a protective radioactive suit that walked back in when like they're like you can go in but only you in this super expensive suit. Yeah, I want to be that dude. Imagine the creepy. Like imagine how creepy that was. Uh, like, and there's still stories of like radioactive creatures roaming the countryside because of it. Oh yeah, like yeah, that the, the like the lowest level of food chain still eats like radioactive stuff and then gets eaten and causes other things to become radioactive and all the way up to the top of the food chain. There there's are, people that still live radio- in the exclusion zone, right? Like there there have been stories of people like looking into the actual area and seeing people who shouldn't be there, right? Do you actually, you can actually get tours of Chernobyl? Yes. Like, it's actually, like, somewhat safe enough at this point with yeah, the, all the shielding that you can actually get and that's, tours of the facility. And that's, like, somewhat recent, too. Yeah. Like, like but it, it's creepy because you can put actually... Put that on my bucket list. Yeah, you can actually see, like, ash prints where people evaporated. Mm-hmm. Weird. I would want to, like... I would want to go back in time and witness, like... 
the capturing of some of the most creepy serial killers. Oh yeah. Or, or just or like, live wait, their or, memories. Uh, no, I'm fucked up. I want to live. No, their memories. I don't. I don't want to live their memories. I want to like. I want to live the live interaction of like the initial investigation, talking to them. Specifically, just because no one knows who the hell Jack the Ripper was, I want to live his memories just to figure out who the hell he was. That one I can support. Like it. it like just to have the knowledge of who it was, but like to say you want to go. I be, don't necessarily want to. Go I, ripper like, people. Yeah, no, I don't want. I don't want to. Thank like, you for clarifying yeah. that because I was about to kick you off the podcast. No, like I don't want to. Oh, I want to go live in the world of a serial killer so I can learn what it's like to kill people. And no. get a little weird on me, guy. No, like I don't want to like be a part of those memories. Right. I want to be a part of like his mon- mundane like day to day. Like, I, who the hell was this guy? What did he do? The like, fascinating side of that to me would be like experiencing the thought process of someone who is such what's the word i'm looking so for? deranged like oh god what's the word i'm looking for this would be a nice part to have like somebody who studied the human mind and stuff in the room to talk to us through things um god what's it called when you look and just like disassociate from human emotion like when you just don't oh kind of like dexter like where you're like you you have no empathy, you don't care, you don't have emotion. Yeah. Like what's that called? I'm blanking on it. It's just disassociation, I think. No, there's a spe- like a very specific word that like most serial killers that are like that sadistic just like they they don't care about killing people cuz they just don't care about people. Right. Like they don't have emotions, they're completely devoid and it's not like it's not intentional. It's not like they care more about me than you. Like they're just basically blank slate emotionally They're empty shells god this is going to irritate the crap out of me um so like i would love to experience what it's like to be one of like to to, to live like that just to understand like right. where they're coming from yeah but like on the flip side i would love to be part of like the investigation of like trying to find jack the ripper like living the memories of one of those like police officers uh that and like I would like to like go back in time and just like see H. H. Holmes uh murder castle in Chicago. Yeah. I just I don't know. Like I I have this weird thing about serial killers. Like I just I want to like I want to know everything I can about them just because like they fascinate me. Like what like I want to know who they were, like what drove them to be like the way they were. Um, so like if I had a chance to like live certain memories of these people, I absolutely would. Not that I want to see like the memories of them killing people because I don't want to see that, but like their day to day, like, like I said, like who the hell was Jack? Did he have a day job? Like, was he a doctor, like a street doctor? Was he uh, a journalist? Was he, you know, who knows? Like, I mean, there's theories out there that H.H. H. Holmes was actually Jack the Ripper. That kind of can never be proven. Right. There's enough supporting evidence to say that it's plausible um, because H.H. H. Holmes was in the London area around the same time as the Ripper murders. So, um, I mean, there's, there's plausibility. It's not a hundred percent. Like some of the dates don't quite match up. Some are like a couple weeks off and stuff like that. But quite honestly, like how good was really some of the record keeping back then? Like who knows? But yeah, I'd love to do that. Uh, I would love to go. I would love to be on the Enola Gale when they dropped the, the bombs on Japan just to witness <sighs> Just to witness that. I'm so torn about that because, like, there's certain things that I don't think emotionally you can come back from. Right. Um, Like, I I don't know if you can witness a serial killer do what they do. Sociopath was the word I was looking for. Oh, yeah. Like, to just be purely sociopathic where, like, you can feign living in normal existence. But in reality, you just don't care about anyone or anything around you. Sure. Um, And, like, not being, like, and not knowing that. But like knowing it at the same time, like it's it's such a weird headspace, to, I think, to be right. in. But like and, and that's why I think, you know, when like for a normal person like you or me, like understanding the gravity of what you're doing is it's like there, there's certain things you can't come back from. Like sure. to say like, oh, I like 
it would be weird to see like to go into like that consciousness of like Ed Gein and see like what he was like, like. But at the same time, like you can access his memories and see what he's seen and know what he knows. And like, I, like I, I don't think a normal person can come back from that. Sure. Like, yeah. I mean, there's there, there's people who have like interrogated these like people like him and have needed therapy for the rest of their lives because of it, because he's so deranged and sick yeah. that it, like his illness deranges those around him type thing. And like, I, I, I feel like I would be I would actually be intrigued to find out if they're if like the people who were on the planes that dropped the bombs, if they ever had like recurring issues down the road because yeah. of it, like had had a recurring like need for some type of mental health like understanding that i mean yeah okay like i kind of knew what i was doing but until you like were the one flying the plane and hit the button that dropped the payload did you understand what you were really doing yeah until like and then you saw like you saw the fucking thing blow up you're like like, oh like in your rear view mirror you saw a cloud like a like a mushroom cloud that probably could have reached your plane if you were over it when it happened and being like oh shit Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't like there. There's certain things that I don't know if I would want to go down those roads because I wouldn't want to like a have to explain to a therapist why I'm talking about like the bombing of Hiroshima when I wasn't alive <laughs> for it. But at the same time, like I also just I, I don't know if I would want to like risk the emotional scarring of like feeling what because like part of that and if we're talking from the Assassin's Creed standpoint, like you feel those things right. You, like you experience them as if you were him sure. or her. Yeah. And I don't know if you come back from some of that. True. So like that, and that's a dangerous part of it. Like that would be an incredibly, incredibly dangerous aspect to this whole thing is like the cool, the things that were like, Oh, it would be cool to see like, but what would it be cool to experience? Right. Like we're acting as if like we'd be watching a movie, but like, We'd be feeling it. We'd be living it. And then trying to come back and not be affected by it. I don't know if I, that's a tough road to hoe. All right. So let's move on to some happier topics then. No kidding. I want to, I want to go to a goddamn uh, Led Zeppelin concert. I want to go to the original. I want to go to OG Woodstock. Yeah. Yeah. Like send me to OG Woodstock and just experience like. But that's one of those. I don't want to live someone's genetic memories. I want to. I want to be in control of me. Okay, and and, at, and like Woodstock, and that's, or and that's like, where at, like like a real Led Zeppelin concert from like 1968. Right, and that's where you can like generally ignore like the idea that if you do something while you're there, like you could affect the world, unless like you end up being the person that like you hook up with somebody, they and get you pregnant. end up being your own grandfather, right? Or like somehow, yeah, like you end up being like you end up futuramaing yourself, right? Or like you end up you know, being the person who birthed Ed, like, or who created Ed Gein, like, from sure, genes yeah. or something, like, um, but yeah, like, generally speaking, like, not trying to overthink the consequences of what you do, like, going and experiencing one of those things would be fascinating. Absolutely. Like, and, th- and that's one of those, like, or like, being in the crowd for, like, w- like, a famous speech. Sure. Or, like, like, being just a bar patron in the tavern that the idea for the revolutionary war started. Like imagine telling that story. Like you, you somehow like you're there, you don't get involved in the war in any way. And you just like end up in this new colonial establishment and call the United States of America, 13 original States. And you're like, yeah, I, I was there when those dudes were talking about that crazy shit at the bar. A wild night, man, man, if I had a dollar for every time, I wish I jumped on a jumped on an idea when it happened. Right. <laughs> like, You've you've heard of Alexander Hamilton and John Adams. I'm Mark Smith. Yeah. Who? Right. Yeah. <laughs> like I was there. I'm like that's my hand in the background of that painting. Right. <laughs> I would love to go back and just see like ancient cities in general and just be able to like walk around like ancient Greece or Rome or I want to go and be around when whatever happened happened for Area 51 to become a thing. Yeah. Be in Roswell, yeah, for the Roswell crash, yeah, just to see, just just to have an idea. Like you know when it's gonna, like you go back in time with the knowledge, so you know what is gonna happen, when it's gonna happen, and where. Right. So, so you go back with like a telescope and a fucking cooler full of beer, and just see what's up. 
either that or you wait close enough that when it crashes, you rush right there, get a firsthand look of what the hell it actually was, and get the hell out of there before the feds ever show up. Right. I don't believe that the feds, like, didn't know something was happening, though. So, like, you may have been met there and just disappeared forever. Right. Like, who knows? Like, every every record of you expunged. Everybody who knew you directly, like, convinced otherwise. Like, government brainwashing style. Oh, he never actually existed. Like, who? you all just collectively what? had the same imaginary friend. Yeah, co- like, collect all your high school yearbooks and, like, replace them with new versions of you not in them. Right. Like, and I'm sorry if you... This, and, and this is going to get me hunted by the FBI. But don't believe that that's not a thing. Like, don't believe that there's never been a person that had to disappear to the, the point Mandela that... Mandela effect exists right. for a reason. Th- that was, like, episode, like, five of this show. Uh, I'll go back and find it and repost it at some point if we ever miss an episode. But, like, me and Allie did an entire show about the Mandela effect. Yeah. And things you think you know that you don't know. And you don't know that you don't know until somebody shows them to you. Yeah. Like, it's insane. Shit's it's crazy. wild. Uh, we actually just talked about one tonight about how people very distinctly remember going into the like and seeing the world from the torch of the Statue of Liberty, when in reality the torch of the Statue of Liberty has never been open to the public. Yeah. Somebody just heard this and went no and looked it up. They've been in the crown. Yeah. And heavy is the crown. Yes. But you've never yes, been in the is. torch. Uh, what else you got? Anything Anything good? Good stuff? Cool stuff? You know, just like historical concerts and stuff. You know, I'd love to go. I'd love to be at the, like the, um, the Band-Aid show. I would like to see Elvis live when he was young. And yes. Like, like, yeah. like, like not fat Elvis who's like. No. Sweating, young, like sweating. Young right before he went in the military Elvis. Yeah. Like the dude who they were afraid to put on TV from the waist down because he was, you know, the devil incarnate with his yeah. dance moves. Yeah. And his How dare thrusting. he gyrate his hips like that? Right, like I would want want to go see one of those concerts live and in living color. Right, you know, like like a young Charlie Daniels. Send me there. Let's go. I want I want to go see like Sinatra and, uh, you know, James Dean and, um, or I'm sorry, Dean Martin. You know, stuff like that. Is there something in your life that you should have experienced and were not able to? Like a trip you should have gone on, uh, something you were supposed to do and like at the last minute couldn't or canceled or whatever. No. I would be intrigued to go back in time. Uh, A group of my friends went to spring break. It was actually the year after we all graduated. And they were all like, yeah, we're going down. We're doing spring break because if we don't do it now, we're never going to do it like any more than a year out of college. And it's kind of weird. Like, we're doing it before we all get too far into adult life. And I had the chance to go, and I chose not to. Like, last-minute style could have been like, all I'm going to do is miss a week of coaching. Like, I'm right. just going to miss a week of practice. And, like, we can, like, they, they were ready to, like, drive down there because they drove. They were ready to drive down there. Like, I would get out of work at 3 o'clock. They were driving down on... um. And so they were leaving Sunday afternoon anyway. So I, like I would have slept in the car coming out of work and then drove the night shift. And then when we all got there, like, <clears throat> like I would crash for a bit and then meet them out and about. And then like I would drive home overnight and then be back in time for my like to not miss a work shift because I was swapped mm-hmm. off during the week. And I decided not to. It would be I, I would be intrigued to see like. If I would have went to that, like if I would have went to that, how that would have gone, knowing the stories that I know from the group that did go, like that would be interesting. Like to me. the only thing that I can think of, but it really wasn't like that. I chose not to go. It's like the pandemic canceled. Like I was supposed to go to Ireland the last October, oh. but you know, go hang out with a pub and have a, go hang out at a pub and have a pint. Yeah, hmm. uh, I'm told that pints in Ireland are warm; that they serve beer at room temperature. I do not know. Uh, I've, heard, I've heard that about London too. I have to ask my friend. Um, yeah, I, you know, I would like to go back in time and observe, like, 
Like, I just want to like, be in the room to see the Declaration of Independence being signed. I want to see, like, the gladiators fight. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like, to just be in the crowd for that. Or, like, be in the crowd for an actual, like, jousting match between two knights. Yeah. Um. Like, like just those, those styles of old school combat. And, like, thinking about, like, what gladiators were, like... Slaves fighting for their freedom. So, like, these dudes, like, okay, they're not fighting for money. They're not fighting for pride. Like, they train and fight and die to try to become free. So, like, you literally, you step you step out they're into the arena. literally fighting for their life because either they, they win, win and or, they're free or they die. Well, they win and then they have to try to win again and 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 again to try to become free. Or eventually you lose one and you die. Unless, of course, you're in well enough favor with whoever's hosting said games that they allow you to live. Yeah. Like, I, like I just that would be fascinating. And, like, yeah. just to see it as part of normal everyday life. Like, hey, we're going to go watch two dudes in loincloths beat the hell out of each other with swords. I heard a dude's fighting a tiger at four. Right? Yeah, man, they're doing a lion match. <laughs> like, the closest thing we have to that is Hell in a Cell and WWE and UFC fights. Like, right? No, these were dudes that were caged in a, into an area with lions that would they would, like, slowly give more chain to to make them fight. Yeah. Because if you didn't fight, you were getting mauled by a lion. And if you did, one of you didn't win fast enough, you both died because the lions got you. What a wild time to be alive. Right. I don't want to be alive back then, but it'd be fun to go back and watch it for a day. Right. Yeah. Just for a day. Because you know what wouldn't be fun about going back to back then? Like, people literally crapping in the streets. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one thing. Like, when people talk about history, they don't talk about how dirty and disgusting it was. Like, they used to just, like, dump their shit buckets out the window into the street. <laughs> that was one of the, Like, that's, like, one of the funniest, like, blown pickup lines in the show Friends. Like, Ross is trying to hit on a girl, and he's like, you know, back in the day before, you know, public sewage was a thing... Uh, this used to be this street used to be popular, like famous for its like pitch toward the refuge or whatever, and you know people used to just dump their sewage out the window, and so like there would just be poop floating down the street, just floating on by. Yeah. And she looked at him like, poop. Like, yep, just poop. And then looked at himself like, what did I just say? But I mean, like, I don't want to live in those times. No. Be fun to be there for a day though, right? If I can just disable my sense of smell for the day. How, like, how about going back to an era where top hats were socially acceptable and expected? Or just when men walked around in three-piece suits everywhere. I mean, you do that already, but that's... Well, I don't want to wear three-piece suits. I want to wear comfy sweatpants, a baggy hoodie, and a top hat or a bowler. Right. But like... Which I go, could do today, but people would look at me funny. To go back in time for, you know, a day or two. Yeah, I could tolerate it for a day or two. You know, walk around like early 19th century or 1900s, late 1800s, London, something like that. You know who doesn't want to walk around at that time? Women. Yeah. Who had to be in like tight ass corsets and stuff where they could barely breathe. Right. I put on a t-shirt that's too tight and I'm like ready to struggle. No kidding. Like, (laughs) like, imagine being like shoehorned into your top to the point where like you walk around all day hoping you don't have to take a deep enough breath that because you like... God forbid you have to hustle because you're going to pass out. Right. The only thing that's going to keep you standing is the plume of your dress. The only thing keeping you standing is that corset because it's got you so tight your spine can't bend. Right. Like there's actually like there were actually reports of women who ended up with like severe back problems back then and like fractured spines because the thing was so tight it actually elongated their spine by squeezing them so tight. So when they took them off like it compacted and caused problems. Yeah. Weird stuff that went on in history that, you know, stuff like that that I'd like to see firsthand. But, like... Imagine, what like, witnessing, like, firsts. Like, the first time that somebody decided that... War, like, the first person that... Like, like, imagine sitting back watching where an army shows up to fight and they're used to, like, all right, let's all line up shoulder to shoulder, load our muskets, point and fire at the other dudes lined up shoulder to shoulder. They show up and there's no one there and they're like what the hell and then like people pop up from the sides and camouflage and not being able to be seen and they're like this isn't fair right <laughs> and just like seeing the wildness that would be that type of like yeah realization that like we're not in kansas anymore type thing 
you know, the first time that somebody figured out what metal was and they could use it for a weapon, so using a sharpened stick was a little outdated. Yeah. And like, or the first time that that sharpened stick was outdated because somebody carved a stone into something sharp and you were like, that's not okay. Like, what the hell? How about when, like, when super popular things from today were invented, like the first game of baseball ever played? (laughs) Or like, imagine being the dude that walked up and was like, hey, it's called a computer. Check it out. Yeah. And like something that was the size of this room is now like I'm sitting in front of a laptop that's recording everything we say. Yeah. Without me having to like touch a button. Like how about how about just that in our lifetimes? Like if we wanted to do something even remotely close to this, we'd have to sit here with like an actual tape deck or something having pushed record and having the hardware to tie into that, that it would like read it well and read both of us, but not at the same time. Yeah. And then to distribute it with people, we have to copy it onto other cassette tapes and get it out to people or play it over a radio wave. Now, we're literally recording this on a laptop the size of, I don't know, what, a quarter inch thick? Yeah. And just in, like, on Tuesday, I'm just going to couple push, push push a couple buttons and send it to the internet, and it's going to be widely distributed to anyone and everyone who wants to hear it. Like, what kind of world do we live in, friend? Yeah. Like, ima- that, like imagine how far we've come yeah. in just our lifetimes. We're, you're 31, I'm 34. Imagine how far we've come, the things that we've seen going from like right. cassette tapes to CDs to MP3s to just streaming through your phone. Yeah. Add 190 years to that. Well, it's like you you consider like, you know, back then, like like you said, the computers were like the size of this room, right? And it was like five megabytes of storage space. Right, like... And you didn't and now even, like, what, what did like, you even do? What did you, you even do with one, it? One terabyte on, like, a micro SD card. Remember the time when, like, Oregon Trail was the coolest thing we ever did? Right. And now we're like, huh, remember Oregon Trail? Like, I saw something uh, a couple weeks ago. It was a picture of, like, a Mario, like, Super Mario from, like, the original Super Mario game, right? Yeah, 8-bit Mario. Yeah. And it literally said... um. Something along the lines of this picture contains like, you know, 120 kilobytes of data or whatever. The original Mario game only contained 64 bits. Right. Like and that, eight and eight of them were him. That that picture had more bits and storage space took up more storage space than the entire fucking Mario game right. took up. Like. Like what? I want to know. You know what I would like to go see? When they were naming the game, the original regular Nintendo game. Okay. So Mario's derivative of Jumpman Mm -hmm. from the Donkey Kong series. Sure. When they were making it and they were like, hey, let's name him Mario. What are we going to call this? I don't know. Let's just call it Mario. No. No, let's call it Super Mario. I wonder who was the guy who said, let's name him Super Mario. But the Super Mario Brothers. Right. So then they're like, all right, what are we going to, we got to call, we got to find his brother now. What are we going to call him? Well, we already went Italian with Mario, so let's go Luigi. Here's the worst part. I'm 99.9% sure that Mario's their last name. It is. Because they're the Mario Brothers. So like Luigi is Luigi Mario. Yeah. It's Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. Right. Like you didn't think that far that like you didn't think that far yeah. ahead, huh? Yeah. Like, you, they're the Mario Brothers. This is Dwayne and Luigi. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, nobody, nobody went that. Uh, like, imagine being in the planning for some of these like iconic games. Sure. Like, imagine being the dude that helps plan Halo. And okay, like, what's this dude? Like, oh, like okay, we'll call him a Spartan as like an homage to like one of the greatest fighting class of warriors ever. Okay, like, you know. Like, but there's going to be, like, normal military, so, like, we need a new rank. Okay, so, like, what are the ranks? Like, sergeant, lieutenant, uh, captain, chief. Okay, like, what's above chief? Let's call him the master chief. Really? The master chief? Yeah, the master chief. You son of a bitch, I'm in. Right? And now, like, there are people who are like, yeah, master chief, I love it. Or as kids nowadays who I want to slap every single one that I find, the guy from Fortnite. Oh, my God. Because they added Master Chief as a skin in Fortnite. Of course they did. And now these fucking kids are like, 
Yeah, the guy oh, from Fortnite. Yeah, they see like pictures of Master Chief like promoting like a new Halo game, and they're like, "Oh, it's the guy from Fortnite. They're giving him his own game. Look at that!" Like, no, you little jerkball. He's had his own game. Fortnite is stupid. Yeah. Oh man, kids. All right, we're probably coming up on we we are coming the end. up. We're so coming what up is on the, the end. one thing you are changing in history? Do you have one? Yes. Okay, I'm gonna let you go first because I still I'm I'm trying to like I've been focusing on pushing the episode forward, so like sure. I'm I'm gonna take your time to come up with mine. So go ahead. Uh, I don't care what anyone has to say. I'm killing baby Hitler. Okay, I pose the question. You you go back in time. You kill baby Hitler. You effectively stop World War Two. And you come back to normal time, not being able to go back and recorrect your issue, only to find out that by killing baby Hitler, you made things 10 times worse because someone 10 times worse than him rose to power. Now what? Well, shit, screw the pooch on that one, boys. It was worth a shot, though. If I could go back in time, if I could turn back time, if I could find a way, I would take back all the words that I hurt you and you'd say, if I could reach the stars and give them all to you. Okay, I'm done. Um, I would go back and I would find it interesting to adjust like a major sporting event. Like, I want to go back and be in the room when they review the goal of no goal where Brett Hall scored in game six oh, and yeah. ended the Sabres run at the cup just to see what would happen like because and listen it could be a fruitless effort it could be too like that next draw like win back to the point slide it across clapper ripped it top corn hashik missed it game over we still lose but you know what that changes that changes the sour taste in everyone's mouth about the no goal thing sure because like but like i'm okay with it because at least now we know because have, like having been old enough to watch it and remember it, if we won game six, we were dominating game seven. No yeah. questions asked. Um, I would be interested to go back and like be the guy on the other side of the headset for the tuck roll to see how the trajectory of Tom Brady's career changes if that sack fumble sticks. Yeah. And the Raiders win that game and go to the Super Bowl instead of the Patriots. Because I firmly and honestly believe, and I always have, that we were the tuck rule away from Tom Brady being Matt Castle before Matt Castle was Matt Castle. Yeah. Because if you remember correctly, Matt Castle, when Brady got hurt, won eleven, like went like twelve and four, and made it to the AFC Championship game mm-hmm. and lost. So what did the Patriots do? Well, he didn't quite get the job done. So we sold him high, despite being a Pro Bowler, despite being an AFC Championship game quarterback, and losing. We still sold him high because we still think Brady's better. So Brady comes in for an injured Drew Bledsoe, leads the team to that point, loses that game, loses the big one. Like, do, do, doesn't even make the big one. Loses the second biggest one. Mm-hmm. Does Belichick go, all right, we're shipping him out? Because he didn't have a statistically fantastic year. He was good enough to win games on a stout defensive team with a good running back. Yeah. Do they ship him out, try to get a good piece for him, and stay with Bledsoe, whom Bledsoe never comes to the Bills? I would like to find out. And then is the legend of Tom Brady, like we're sitting here hating Peyton Manning because Tom Brady's never a, never a thing. Sure, yeah. Like Tom Brady ends up getting traded to like, I don't know. Jacksonville? <laughs> like Jacksonville didn't exist at the time, but he gets traded to like Seattle. Yeah, they did. Jacksonville existed in the early 2000s. Did they really? Like yeah. That early? Okay, well. They've been around since like 94, 95. Let's find out, because I feel stupid if I just said something stupid. Do, 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 do. Or maybe, yeah, because like 2000 or 2001 was Houston Texans. Come on, let's find it. They have the dumbest thing, uh, the dumbest chant or cheer on the planet. I've heard it. I don't remember what it is, but I know it's Duval. Oh, yeah, the Duval. Mm. Yeah. They're the only team in the world that... uh Cheers for their county. 
<laughs> Founded in 1995. Yeah. Don't you feel dumb? A little bit. And the tuck rule was 2002. Yeah. Two thousand the two thousand one season technically. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, they were there. But like, okay, yeah. So he gets traded to the Jaguars or the Panthers or like some hapless team without direction, and he's just not who he's not Tom Brady. Right. Because I believe to a certain point he was a product of his circumstances and the system he was in. So like I would like to see how that played out if he doesn't become him. Like, I'd like to see how Mahomes turns out if he doesn't go to Kansas City. Like I, I don't want to see Mahomes stick come. Him, stick him on the Jets. I don't want to like because the the Jets for a while had a good enough team and not a and, and a bad quarterback. I think they finally got a decent quarterback and didn't have a team around him. Mm-hmm. I would like to see like the answer for Mahomes would be to go to like the Browns or the Bills when he was draftable by the Bills. Yeah, because the Bills like I mean who was he throwing to? Zay Jones, uh, the creature that ate Kelvin Benjamin. Yeah. Um, Did you see he just got Charles, caught again? Yeah. He tried out as a tight end. Yeah. T- Tim Tebow catching touchdowns in, in practice. Calvin Benjamin caught. can't make it as a tight end. Right. I have questions. Uh, but yeah. Like I would like to see how he landed on a team without a lot of talent around him and see how he did. Because right. like, do I believe he's incredibly physically talented? Yes. Do I think he I, I believe Watson's better than him personally. I've seen Watson do more with less. But uh this is not a sports podcast, but I would like to see something like different with a sporting event franchise, sure. like along those lines. Like, like give me a decent gust of wind that pushes wide right back through the uprights. Like, let's find yeah. out what happens to the Bills in the nineties. Yeah. Um, you know, call the Tuck Rule the right way. Call the No Goal the right way. Something. Call the Music City Miracle the right way. Show. Can Doug Flutie lead me to a Super Bowl because the Titans went to one after they beat us? Yeah. Like. Can Doug Flutie, who took that team to the brink, can Doug Flutie take me to a Super Bowl? I think so. Yeah. I mean, we went toe-to-toe with the team that made it there. I would like to see one of those calls ch- like go the right way. Sure. So I think that would be one of those options would be my move to go back and change history. So I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to roll the dice. Like I I believe too much that like there's a balance to life. So if you remove an evil, it makes room for a greater evil. So I like the the Hitler thing as much as it makes sense to me. I would be like afraid that, you know, if he didn't exist, All right, so like, 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 get, like a get, guy who does mul- it better than like, him. You get a mulligan. You get a mulligan. Like you do it. You come back. Shit's more fucked up. You go back, reset it, and you don't do it. All right, cool. I don't know. That one's tough. You need to watch eleven twenty two sixty three. See, because Hulu. Because my like my problem is, you go back, you change it, you go, you like, you come back, you realize how fucked up the world is, and then you go back and like, okay, like undo it, and, but then like, okay, well, like, what else can I go back and change? Like, how many mulligans do you get? Or like, then like, what a waste. You get to time travel once. Well, but if yeah. you epically fuck it up, you get to undo it, but you just still you don't get time travel ever again. Yeah, it's like. Well, I wasted it like that. I don't like like I know that if I could give a gust of right. wind to put so wide right through the uprights, like, I'll, I'll I wouldn't, I wouldn't be then. I wouldn't be upset about the Bills having won a Super Bowl, even if it meant we didn't go to the next I'm, three. I'm, go, I'm going back in time. I'm finding my father and telling him buy 100 copies of this comic book. Put them in plastic bags. And do not touch them or open them until your son, when he is 31 years old, asks him, asks you where these books are. I would go back and tell my father to keep the, like uh, invest the, old, in Apple. the old muscle car that he used to have because that would be fun to drive. I could kill my dad. He had a 69 or 68 or 69 GTO that he got rid of. When I was born, my dad, I could kill my, him. My, my dad had a classic muscle car as well. Uh, he, he was not the one who got rid of it, though. But uh, that's a sour story for another time that I'll let him tell someday if he ever wants to come on the podcast. Hey, Dad, you want to be a guest host? Uh, but I think 
I think this is a good spot to end. We we filled yeah. up a good, you know, a lot of what ifs there. Uh, thanks for tuning in to Common Debauchery, guys. As always, Common Debauchery is part of the BICBP radio network, www.bicbp-radio.com, common-debauchery. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and anywhere else you get your podcasts from. Um, you know, uh, we appreciate everyone tuning in. August has been another fantastic month for us. Uh, we keep trying to creep no- further and further north of the 20,000 listener mark. Uh, we're always looking for sponsors. We have open spots during, before, and after every single episode. If you want to be, if you want to have you, your brand, or your business sponsored, reach out, let us know, give us a call, and we can make that happen. We can set up an arrangement. Uh, we are willing to do monetary exchange, exchange of services, anything or everything you might do. Every every dime that we make goes to bettering our equipment, bettering the podcast, bettering the show, and eventually if we make enough, possibly even getting ourselves a standalone studio space to do the cool stuff in. So uh, feel free to reach out and contact us with that. Until then, thanks for tuning in. Rotten Jack, thank you for joining me. I'm The Nightmare. And I'm Rotten Jack. And this has been Common, Common Debauchery. Debauchery. This is Generic American Sports Podcast Center. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Generic American Sports Hosts Podcast Thing. Today, in sporting news, some things happened that were some stuff and some other things. Some statistical values to back up those things are this. As you can see, the thing I just said statistically did happen. Yo, wait a minute. I feel like I could listen to this show anywhere and be just as bored. Why am I listening to this stuff? You want a better sports experience from your podcast? Head over to Hats, Tats, and Stats on the BICBP radio network. Not generic, not boring, and a little out there sometimes. Tune in to Hats, Tats, and Stats on the BICDP radio network.